Hello, family. Welcome back to another episode of the Shalina Fultz Talk Show. Hey, it's homecoming season around these parts, especially if you're in North Carolina. I am from North Carolina, as you guys know. I live in Ohio, but I am celebrating with you down in Durham, North Carolina. I know, I know. I'm an Aggie, but it is Eagles Week. Yes, the NCCU, North Carolina Central University, the Eagles are having their homecoming this week. So shout out to them. We just finished up our homecoming, North Carolina A&T, last week. I was a virtual vendor for my alma mater. And um, I also have some cool apparel for the NCCU Eagles that's coming this month. So go to HBCULegacyFashion.com and grab your nice denim jacket with the removable hood and the embroidered eagle on the back for your kids, for yourself, for your husband, for your wife, for whoever. The jackets are pretty cool. They are pre-orders. They will be ready this month and shipping out this month. One more announcement. Okay, so I, along with 48, actually 43, let me get it right, 43 prominent Aggies throughout the world co-authored the third edition of the HBCU Experience book. And you can purchase it on my website, hbculegacyfashion.com. It is number one in the new release college and university student life and number one new release college guides on Amazon. So grab that book. It's only 20 bucks and some of the proceeds do go back to North Carolina A&T. So if you're really about that, supporting HBCUs, then cop the book, okay? Okay, so ladies, 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 how many times have you shied away from bragging on yourself? I do it all the time. I don't know about you, but I certainly have issues with bragging on myself. You know, even with this book that I just came out with, um, that I just co-authored along with the other Aggies and our Chancellor Harold Martin, just putting that out there, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't want people to think that I'm always posing something about myself. But hey, we're in business, we're authors, we're coaches, we're entrepreneurs, we have to learn how to brag on ourselves and our services in order to gain clients and to sell the product. Now, on today's episode, I am talking to Meredith Feynman. She is the author, best-selling author, speaker, entrepreneur, writer, podcast host, and advocate for women. But she's the best-selling author of the book, Brag Better, Master the Art of Fearless Self-Promotion. She helps the quote-unquote qualified, quiet, highly competent individuals who are underestimated because they lack the strategy for self-promotion, She helps them learn how to get loud and proud and strategic about sharing their skills and accomplishments with the world. So I'm excited today because we are talking to her and learning how to brag better. So you definitely need to share this uh, podcast and make sure you're tuned in and taking notes because you're going to learn something today. So please help me welcome to the show, Meredith Feynman. Meredith, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so happy to have you and to talk about how to brag better and to master the art of fearless self-promotion. I think that's such a cool topic and 
I'm really excited to talk about it. So let's dive in. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. So I always like to take everyone through a journey and kind of like start off with asking, what did eight-year-old Meredith want to be when she grew up? Uh, Eight-year-old me. I have to think. Um, It's funny. I don't don't really talk. Like, I wasn't totally sure. I knew I wanted to be in, in public in some degree. Um, but I don't think I knew I've always identified as a writer, um, and as someone who shared things. Uh, but I don't think I had like one distinct thing. I really, I really wanted to be, uh, you know, when I was very little, I think it was like a ballerina, but that was like really, really little. Um, but I think I always knew I wanted to write and I think I always knew that I wanted to have a voice. Um, And so I guess I'm doing both of those things. That's pretty cool. That does align with you being an author today and just um, helping to create voices for other women. So what inspired you to tackle the subject of bragging better? Yeah, so I am the author of the book Brag Better, Master the Art of Fearless Self-Promotion. Came out last year with Penguin. Um, I spent sort of 10 years developing a pretty tight framework for strategic self-promotion as it relates to your career. Um, So I have been a freelance writer for 17 years, business, entrepreneurship, women's issues, some fashion, sometimes how they all intersect. Um, and I started my company, Fine Point, about 11 years ago. It was much more of a PR shop. And so basically, the premise of bragging better is to be your own best publicist and, and really taking strategic communications, freelance writing, the stuff that I was doing in public, the speaking, um, some TV, like all of those sorts of things, and, and weaponize that for an individual at any career level. So whether that's getting your first job, whether that is getting a promotion, whether that is getting a corporate board seat, um, my audience is the qualified quiet, people that have done the work but don't know how to talk about it, that is irrespective of gender and irrespective of level of seniority, though I do a lot of work with women and women's voices or any underrepresented voices, period. Um, and, and so I came up with this after I saw the habits of publicists being not only undervalued, but just underutilized. Um, And then also nobody knew how to talk about themselves and that was not improving with level of seniority. Um, So I was having the same conversations about being able to talk about your work uh, with someone who was in college that I was with someone who's incredibly senior, women or not. Um, And so that's when I decided to tackle this. I first came up with the idea for the book Brag Better in October of 2013. Um, and it took a long time to get the book published. I co-wrote a book that came out, um, wasn't my, you know, IP, uh, in 2018. Uh, so I've always done a combination of, of writing and, and entrepreneurship, but I want to tackle the issue of our inverse relationship between volume and merit, the idea that we reward loud, um, and that there was everyone else who didn't know how to begin talking about their work that, wasn't getting rewarded for it. And this idea that if your work speaks for it, you know, if you do, your work will speak for itself is, is um, not true. And so you have to learn how to, you know, brag about it so that you can get what you want. 
Oh, that's awesome. So I'm sure you found yourself in those type of situations as well, where your work, maybe it didn't speak for itself at the time, and you had to find the courage to um, to speak for the work. So how are you able to like relate? Like, have, have you found yourself in those types of situations? And how are you able to like relate to others? And what did you do to get out of that? Yeah, I think it it comes from, so I grew up in the media and politics bubble of Washington and sort of saw a lot of people with public personas. So I understood that from a very young age. Um, I, shockingly, am the quietest member of my immediate family. Um, And so figuring out how to be strategically loud there was helpful. Um, But I think that yeah, we're all frustrated to some degree by someone in our immediate network at work um, that we know that has done less than we have, but gets more recognition, whether that is in the form of press, whether that is in the form of money, whether that is in the form of clicks, like however you want to quantify it. Um, so it's it's about, and I get frustrated by that too, even though I literally wrote the book on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's about understanding how many times you have to say something in order for people to hear it. And I think that, um, particularly from PR, this idea of constantly pitching yourself and your work has to be done. There are people that don't know I wrote this book, which is shocking to me, um, because I feel like it's all I talk about. And while you might feel like you're talking yourself blue in the face, you're not. So really what breaks through with a message, and in this case, the message is you and your work and your career is consistency. So, you know, how, Uh, and repetition. So how many times are you saying something about the great work you've done and how consistent is that so someone can latch on? It's an issue of how we pay attention and how we listen or don't listen. Um, And so you feel like you're just screaming into the void, but you have to say things enough times so that people can retain them, especially in a time where you're not physically in person with them as well. Yeah. You know, I think imposter syndrome plays a lot into being able to brag and not brag about your work. So what advice do you have to kind of like get over that? Like, you know, what does someone do to like start bragging better? What steps should they they take? Is there something they need to say about themselves or believe about themselves? Yeah. So, so I was very keen that this book be filled with highly strategic, um, sort of pieces of advice and action steps, and also their 20 really amazing interviews with many different points of view, not just mine. Um, Imposter syndrome and fear of bragging, which, you know, self-promotion brings out the same things in everyone, fear, anxiety, disgust, disdain, judgment. Mm. Um, and, And imposter syndrome is related in that only self aware, thoughtful, accomplished, qualified people fear that they, you know, are bragging too much or that they are not qualified. So what I like to tell people is having those feelings and thoughts are actually signalers that you are qualified, that you are good at your job. I don't believe that people that are bad at their jobs worry that they're bad at their jobs. It only really happens to people who are good at their jobs. So if you're able to frame it that way in that you're going to have those feelings, but those feelings are actually a signaler that you are a self-aware, thoughtful, hardworking person. Um, you know, when people say, well, what if I brag too much? And I say people that do, do not have that worry. So it would be very difficult 
for you to do that. And yes, you have to try out things and how you share information about your work, whether that be in person, whether that be in writing, whether it be on social media, whether that be in emails, and you're going to mess it up sometimes. But, you know, being a true blowhard or that obnoxious person you don't want to be that you're thinking of is going to be very difficult for you to do. Um, but don't let your disdain for that stop you from sharing it all. And that's that's the core message. So bragging better can look like a lot of things. It can look like being on a stage, but it can also look like keeping a running tally of your wins in a Google document that you spend 15 minutes every week doing. It can mean taking a pause once a day or once a week and texting a friend about something you did that felt good. Um, it can be very, very small. Did I raise my hand in this meeting? Did I, you know, um, have a strong idea that I shared? Uh, did I get through the week? I mean, a lot of people, when they think about my work and see my work, they, you know, think of it as sort of screaming from the rooftop, but it all builds builds on, on things and you start wherever you start. You can start incredibly small. Understanding what a win is, is mostly what's a win to you. Um, and so again, that can be as small as, you know, I had a great idea in this meeting, uh, and I told people, or I did a really good job on this project. And sometimes it's just telling yourself first, I don't care that you, you know, are on a podcast doing it or however you, you start wherever you start. People are at very different points of this that I have coached and spoken to thousands of people at this point, whether it's in my boot camps, whether it's in my speeches, whether it's, you know, the tens of thousands of people that have bought the book. Um, but you start where you start. And so a lot of it is just starting and that can just be whatever it's going to be a little outside your comfort zone, but maybe that's just sharing an article on LinkedIn and saying, here's an interesting thing that I'm reading. Um, it's getting people used to your voice. Um, and then you can build out from there. Yeah. I love that. Getting people used to your voice. I mean, there's so many different ways to do that, whether it's, I know for me, sometimes I'm, I don't know why I'm like more comfortable on Instagram, but then I get on like Facebook. I'm like, Oh, do I really want to share my new podcast or my new episode? Or I don't know. It's like, I'm hiding over on Instagram somewhere. (laughs) And like, that's like, those are my people, but, um, that's good. That's okay too. And knowing where your, where your audiences matters. So, so when I help people brag better specifically, Um, I am always going to ask them what their goals are first. And then also when it comes to social media, what platforms do you enjoy? So, you know, if you, you're telling me that you get the bulk of your audience from Instagram, then I would say, great, like that's the platform you should use. Um, And if you enjoy it, that's the platform you should use. But if someone says to me, I really want this promotion, posting a lot on social media is not helpful. It's going to be internal bragging. Um, And so like, what are your goals and then how can you reverse engineer it? Because otherwise you're just spending a lot of time doing something uncomfortable to no end. This is a means to an end. It's a strategy. It is a skill set. It is a muscle, but it has to reinforce your goals. So um, you have to think very carefully what you want out of it. Uh, Because more noise is just more noise. But, you know, if you were to say, I want more podcast guests, it's like, okay, well, where are you getting your podcast guests from? Um, And if it's LinkedIn, if it's Instagram, if it's very enclosed networks, like then some of it is not necessarily public facing. Um, You know, what are your visibility goals? And then backtracking from there. And visibility goals could also mean, I just want my, I just want to feel like my boss is listening to me. And so in that case, reverse engineering that and saying, okay, 
am I, and there's some scripts in the book. I'm, I'm working on a workbook and, and much more scripting and there's scripts in the, in the boot camp, which you can sign up for that starts January 1st. Um, but it, it's as simple as opening an email, especially you know, lots of new tactics and strategies that exist because of COVID and what that looks like from a, from a work perspective. But it's as simple as opening an email and saying, hey, I want to make sure I'm communicating my wins to you. What is the best way to do that? Is it, you know, a rundown every two weeks? Although I know this is video too. Um, what's the best way to communicate my wins to you? Is it an email every two weeks? Is it a call? Because um, also that's part of your job. Part of your job is to communicate strongly what you're up to so that person can manage you well, so that person, person can then tell their manager what, you know, the people they're managing are doing and so on and so forth. So also this stuff is really a part of your job. And part of the reason why you were hired is, is your viewpoint and your work. So yes, this stuff is difficult, but it's also part of the inherent value of you as an employee. Yeah. So tell me more about the qualified quiet. I love that phrase. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of like when that popped into my head and I don't know when it did, but it is a term that I created and own. So the qualified quiet is, you know, to some degree, all of us, it's a strength and not a weakness, but you've done the work. You just don't know how to go about talking about it. Mm -hmm. The danger is the inverse, um, which, you know, sometimes I call the lackluster loud, but I don't talk about it as much, but it's, you know, everyone knows people that have, have, are talking about stuff and haven't actually done the work to back it up. So, you know, you work hard, but it's not getting recognized. You put in the hours, but someone else who has a similar job to you doesn't put in those kinds of hours and seems to get called on in meetings or get asked to be staffed on bigger projects or gets new clients. Um, and, and so, the qualified quiet is a catch-all term for people that have trouble bragging, which again is, is to some degree all of us. And, and I was very keen on making it irrespective of gender and irrespective of level of seniority, because while this does primarily strike women, there are men that need to hear this as well. Um, and then it does happen at every level in the way that sort of imposter syndrome does. Um, the, the, it's still in very high powered people uh, that this, fear of talking about themselves and being perceived in certain ways. And I can't control how you're perceived, but I can give you tactics on how to get what you want from visibility and why visibility is powerful. I mean, I come from a PR background, like, you know, I don't have to explain why being seen or visible in certain forums is, is crucial for professional success. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, I love it. So you did mention that you have a boot camp coming up in January. Tell me more about your boot camp. Yeah, so, so I work in, I guess, three ways, mostly two. Well, a few. Um, but so I do a lot of speaking and training uh, for companies or brands or whomever might want to hire me. You can also buy the book Brag Better wherever you get books. Um, there's an audiobook, buy it from an independent bookseller. Uh, and my core offering is Brag Better Boot Camps. It's one month long. There are two versions. There's an interactive one and there's an automatic one. Um, I also do custom ones for companies and large entities. Um, but the next individual one, which means anyone can register, uh, though it's, it's pretty limited spacing, starts January 1st, 2022. Uh, you can just go to meredithfeynman.com and click on the Brag Better Boot Camp to get on the wait list for that. 
but that's four weeks of me taking you through, um, you know, Monday is video module drops and worksheets. Fridays are jam sessions that are live where we do Q&A. It's a small, interesting, curated group of people, safe space to talk about this stuff um, and really work on it together. Um, and, and so it's taking you through why this issue matters, what's already out there about you, your resume and bio, thinking about a personal website. How are you going to be in public? How do you want to brag IRL? But also something that's very important. What do you want to show up for? How are you going to brag for other people? Understanding that bragging better is a team sport. And this is something that we do together. Um, and that's part of your job if this is something you know how to do, to do it on behalf of and in service of others. Um, so that's sort of throughout the month. Uh, we go through that and there's some live component and then some automatic component. And then there is a version which has no jam sessions, which isn't as fun, but is at a lower price point. So uh, you can get all the information on MeredithFeynman.com. Yes, I love it. I'm going to have to look into this book and learn how to brag better. So finally, what is the life motto or the favorite quote that you live by? Um, one of them is if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Mm. Um, so you would just be shocked at how many people don't ask. Um, it's so fewer people than you think, um, whether it's asking for what you want, asking for someone to promote you, asking for the chance to do X or Y or Z. Um, so I think that's definitely one of them. Um, I'm trying to think of, of other ones. That's sort of, that's sort of the biggest one. Um, you know, uh, my best friend has a couple that I particularly like that I've learned, which, um, you know, if you're going to dance with the elephants, sometimes you're going to get stepped on, uh, which is, you know, you want to go after these, yeah. these big opportunities and sometimes you're going to get squashed and that's okay. Cause you want to yeah. dance with them, even though you're a person and they're elephants or a hundred percent of nothing is nothing. Um, so that is, is more of a phrase that, um, when, when you either get protective of what you're doing or you don't want to share things, um, you know, you have to kind of try it out because, you know, it, it, um, I'll give you like, for, for example, like when I get, when someone wants to do something with me and I'm like, well, it's mine and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, hundred percent of nothing is, is, is nothing. You're not doing anything right now. Um, and so, you need to think about also where you're willing to bend and where you're willing to um, give a little bit and take some risks. Sometimes if it's something you don't necessarily like, um, because that's the investment you're making in a potential outcome. I love it. I definitely love the elephant one. <laughs> so Meredith, where can everyone reach you? Yeah. So I'm epically findable online, but I'm at Meredith Feynman everywhere. I primarily use Instagram because I enjoy it the most. MeredithFeynman.com has the book, has the brag better, wherever you get books, um, wherever you'd like to get books. Um, and, uh, that's pretty much it. So, you know, sign up for the boot camp. You can also, you know, do a power hour with me, which is just one-on-one -on -one time. If you, you know, want to, I don't like the term brain picking, but sure. You can pick my brain for money. That's fine. Um, so, uh, just don't pick my brain for free. Um, and, uh, yeah, I would say that's, those are all the things that, that you can do to find me. 
Yes. So if you want to learn how to brag better, make sure you head over to the website. I will leave it in the show notes so that you can go directly there. Thank you again, Meredith, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Hey, if you found value in the show, do me a favor, leave a five-star rating and a review. That would help me so much. And I appreciate you for doing that in advance. Also, I love connecting with my peoples. So go over to Instagram, send me a DM, shoot me a message, let me know what you thought of this episode. And if you want to watch this episode, the full video is on YouTube now. So go to YouTube, the Shalina Falls Talk Show, watch the video, turn on the bell so that you can get notifications for when we have new videos. And give it a thumbs up. And remember, always, you are doing your best and your best is good enough.